0: Hello friends and welcome back to the Adventures with Steppers podcast. We've made it to episode 28. 20, yeah, 28. Last week was Kenny Clue, so if you haven't listened to that yet, maybe pause, go back, listen, and then come back to this one. Because this is part of a little series I'm doing, which, you know, a series on a podcast, that makes sense, kind of, sort of. Sure, let's go with it. This week on the show, we have my friend, My lovely, lovely friend that I will say I met through another friend, but then our friendship just grew and that's the tea on that. Panya,
1: Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh my God. I love to see it. And I'm glad that my worlds are mixing together into this nice little, um, whatever it's called that things mix together like cake. Oh, I need to bake cookies today. Sorry. That was a side note that no one needed to hear, but you hear it because it's on the internet. I'm happy to know. (laughs) So I'm making cookies later, guys. Panyo, welcome to your podcasting debut as well. Unless it's not your debut, then this is, is awkward. This oh my is God, my God.
1: first podcast.
0: I'm getting all of my streamer friends that talk on the internet to a bajillion people to go on a podcast and they're like it's so nervous. And I'm like, you talk on the internet and show your face. It'll be okay. Like it's fine. We're fine. It almost
1: swear. seems like more nerve wracking that <laughs> you don't see my face when you're hearing this. It's almost like a little scarier.
0: That You know, what's funny is when I first started this podcast and you can tell like my progression in terms of my tone and how I talk. But like my first few episodes, I did not like hearing the sound of my own voice. I was oh. like, oh, <laughs> we're not this isn't I don't know if I'm going to do this. And then eventually I was just like, all right, well, this is how I sound. And honestly, people have to hear me. So it is what it is. I'll hear myself.
1: Honestly, yeah. I mean, and that's what I felt when I started streaming too, not just about how I sound, but then like looking at myself in bods, I noticed that when I get really focused, my mouth gets open and I'm playing Valorant or like, I don't know, some Animal Crossing or anything like that. And if I'm really into it, I look ridiculous. My voice is like super, I don't know shaky high-pitched all the things that i think oh i don't like this about myself but then you realize that um, the people who come and hang out with you uh they do not give a shit they do not give- oh can i swear
0: yes you can oh, okay. I swear <laughs> we're, we're a swearing on this podcast this is now a rated
1: were... r podcast
0: <laughs> rated explicit. explicit that's what we Comment. that's what we say in the podcast community but yeah uh no people don't give a shit that's that's what i've learned some people are literally not even watching you they are just listening to you Because they're doing their thing, which is not a problem. I don't want anyone who's listening thinking that that's a problem. A lurk is a lurk is a lurk. But people are literally probably just listening to you talk. Yeah. Mostly to yourself.
1: I love to have people on like when I'm doing stuff, cleaning my room, working or whatever. Because it's just nice to be like, you know, hanging. It's like you're hanging out with a friend and you're just like not looking at them.
0: Yeah, that's so I just got a VR headset like a week or two ago and a lot of my friends, or me and my husband's friends, because we have the same friends more or less, they all live in a different state because we're originally from Florida. And it's a nice way to kind of bond. Like, it's like streaming where, like, you can chat with people, but it's like you can make an avatar and kind of see people without seeing them because it's not them because we wear furry costumes. And let's not talk about all that, you know, no kink shaming on this on the show. But Absolutely none. It's just nice to like, hang out with your friends, even though you can't physically be with them.
1: I need to try that out because I have a VR headset. The only game Ooh! I play is Beat Saber. <laughs>
0: stop okay wait all right this is a side tangent because you know we go on tangents on this show but you need to download vr wait do you have a link cable i don't think it matters
1: I have oculus quest too you have
0: the do you have the cable to plug it into your computer because if you be don't it doesn't matter honest
1: i think i do but my um, roommate's boyfriend hooked everything up for me <laughs>
0: okay cool so we'll do, a, we'll do a walkthrough but you need to download vr chat and then we could do cute like like movie nights but in person and what? then there's a golf game that you should play with me and angie like there's like a whole thing there's i love a whole golf. Thing we're gonna i'm down go. i'm in okay Angie's gonna be like wow she's really getting people hooked on this stuff and yes i am angie yes i am
1: i so am number one fan. down
0: that's not even the point of the sh- <laughs> <laughs> we went on a tangent already and i think that's in. a great side so if you guys were here last week We talked to Kenny, my friend, your friend, hopefully now she's your friend and you followed her on Twitch and you're doing all the things. Ponyo will plug him at the end, all the things to stalk him on the internet. Just don't really stalk him on the internet because that's not nice. But I like to see different perspectives of why different streamers have started streaming, what works for them, what doesn't work for them, how they balance life. Because most of my friends, I don't think do this full time. And I know Ponyo is one of those people. So we're going to get a little bit deep here with Ponyo and learn his life story. And for the record, I'm going to say this now, Ponyo is not his real name. But when you learn their internet aliases, I can't, I just can't say his (laughs) real name. So that's the T. Yes, Ponyo is also a movie that's really cute. You should go watch it. That's not, that's, that's not his real name. Okay, sorry. Just, <laughs> I just want to clear the air
1: on that. It's so funny too, because like I went out to lunch with some streamer friends who I've been able to like meet in real life now. Um, Must be nice. Or like you go out with them, but it's all fun and games until you're in public. And you know, one of my friends, our friend now, um, we all hung out and played Valorant together, Uwu Awo. So we're in public Ooh. calling each other Panyo and Uwu <laughs> and you realize that other people are listening to that. And you're like, oh no. We sound ridiculous, (laughs) but it just doesn't feel right to call people by their real names. If you like learned their screen name first, which I think is so funny.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, I was telling Kenny this, but I don't know if it really came across when I was saying it. Cause when I was listening to it back, I was like, I don't know if that's what I really meant to say, but like you said, when you learn their screen name first and like, you also don't necessarily know if they're the person that shares their real name. Mm. Like I'm the person that shares both because my podcast and my website and stuff is a form of my real name. And then Asian Zing is just a nickname that I've been using for a very long time. So then when people, when like I get a rate or something and I'm like, do I say stuff? Do I say Zing? Do I say what? what? And then I cower in fear because I don't know what to say, <laughs> but it goes to the same thing. Like if they don't have a name in their screen name I'm like what do I call you especially when it's like multi-words I'm like
1: yeah what
0: do I say it's it's fine that's when you come
1: up with like a cute little nickname for them and um, yeah hope it sticks
0: (laughs) hope it sticks and hope I mean I don't I think only two people maybe a handful I don't know have actually shared their real name with me and a lot of people are still the screen name for me and I've known them for at least a few years I will say people I've met on the internet came to my wedding because we met on a game a bajillion years ago and we grew a friendship that was beautiful so their names I know but other than that I think a lot of people I still call by their screen name and I have no shame
1: I think that's appropriate though. I feel like it's something cool that only, um, you know, like people who do streaming can do with each other. It's like, we have a secret name for people and like, we know a different side of them almost. So it's kind of cool.
0: I agree. I agree. All right. Enough about the generalized streamer community. I want to know more about you, Ponyo. I think the first thing that the friends at home or in the car or in the, wherever they are, need to know is what, how long have you been streaming? and what got you started into streaming?
1: Okay, let's see. I started streaming, I think in July or maybe August. It was in the summer last year. I had been thinking about doing it since the pandemic hit, which I think is like a lot of people's story, right? They're bored. They're at home. They have so much time on their hands. They haven't seen their friends. They pick up video games. They see people Mm -hmm. are streaming. And now you're like, I want to do that too. And I want to make friends and I want to play games with them online. And then you spend thousand dollars on a computer and set up and <laughs> th- the rest is just like a big snowball effect, right? Mm-hmm. So I had been planning it since maybe like June of 2020. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this for myself. I'm gonna buy the computer. Didn't buy the computer until December of 2020. And then I spent the first half of 2021 being like, I want to start streaming soon, but like I gotta get my setup right and I want to make my background look cool and do overlays and all this stuff. And a friend of mine who was already streaming was like, just do it. Like, stop worrying about all these extra things that will come with time, but just do it. And he had to say that maybe like 20 times for me to get it. And then eventually I just did it. That was pretty much it. I started. It was not, you know, like I started and instantly we had people in chat hanging out and it was a fun time. Uh, it took me a while to hit affiliate. And I think I started out streaming Overwatch and Dead by Day.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've changed from that already quite a bit. I still love Overwatch. I was never honestly that big of a fan of Dead by Daylight. It's a very fun game. It's a very cool game. But for me, I'm like not good at it. Right. It's not the kind of game that I want to like put a lot of time into. But I was told that it was a really good game to start streaming because people would find you. And that's what my biggest concern was. I was like, I'm talking to nobody every day. So I need to play a game that people are going to come in and they're going to want to engage with me with if I play that game. Right. So I start DVD, find out I'm terrible at it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'd rather just play something that I enjoy. And then I think that's when I started playing Planet coaster.
0: Oh, Planet Coaster was next. Like it was your first like big change.
1: Yes. I was doing a lot of like fighting games and Planet Coaster. And then I added Animal Crossing once I got a capture card. And then I added like Tomb Raider and like single player games like that, just because I was like, I should play a single player game. I've never then, seen you
0: play half of the, the games that you it, have mentioned.
1: Yeah, it was like I've changed a lot. And then now I do Valorant on Tuesdays. So my schedule's kind of all over the place.
0: But also not because you streamed when you guys are listening to this. I think it, it was last week. Since you're listening to this, this, yeah, last week you were doing like your calendar and stuff and you have a lot of consistency now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I first started watching, well, I guess when I first started watching, I didn't even know if you had a schedule or like, like what the situation was, but I feel like you've definitely gotten into a groove Yeah, and I love to see it. I just also didn't know you played half of those games though.
1: (laughs) It's definitely part of like my weekly routine now. It's like, okay, like Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, I'll be streaming, having fun with friends, doing whatever. Um, And I kind of count on that to keep my week going. That's like what gets me excited to get out of work and like clean my room and do all these things. So like streaming is actually a big motivator for me in a lot of other areas of life too.
0: Let's rewind back up because you just mentioned work. I don't want to get too personal but you mentioned offline before we started recording so you are in your own space but you have roommates is that correct
1: yes yep so I share a house with a couple friends
0: okay and then you work full-time as well
1: and I work 40 hours a week sometimes more um because it's just so busy
0: Okay, would you feel comfortable sharing what you do? Because I wanna, essentially my point of asking these questions is how you balance because I know uh, at least when I started or when I came back because I took a three-year break and then I decided to come back. But when I first came back, I was doing every day, but Sunday. And then I was like, no, 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 I cannot that is sustain a lot. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't sustain this. So then I went Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, but you do opposite. You do Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. So I'm interested yes. how you, how you came to that schedule, but also how do you balance it with your day job?
1: Definitely. So um, what I do for work is I'm a translator. So I go in and I have tons of documents for people, personal documents, like, you know, birth certificates, driver's license, anything like that, that they might need. And then I also translate for companies. So I do like videos for them. I'll do subtitles, um, flyers, infographics, anything that they need translate into um spanish sometimes french and arabic working on those two as well but i need to keep studying um but the point of all that is work life balance is very difficult i think when i started streaming i was only doing sunday and tuesday and i was like okay two days a week to start cuz i wanted to start out really slow knowing that you know if i like it i can add more but if i didn't like it chances are i wouldn't just take one away i would just stop completely because that's the kind of person i am If I don't like it, I'll just be like, I'll give up. So I was like, okay, I need to ease myself into this because this is something I really care about and I want to do. And I know I'm very busy at work and I have friends that I need to like, you know, give time and attention to. So uh, I started two days a week and I was like, by the end of the week, you know, because I do Sunday, take a day off, then do Tuesday. And then I had to wait like four days to stream again. And I would be like anxious to stream again. I was like, I really missed like playing games. I want to stream. Even at that point when there was like, maybe like one person chatting every day. I was like, I cannot wait to stream again. So I added Thursdays and I decided that I would do like a different game on each day of the week. I think because I have like really varied interests. That's where like the Planet Coaster kind of simulation creative game came out and then Animal Crossing, chill, cozy game and then Valorant or it was dead by daylight. So just like Violent and intense games. Like it's every day of the week you get to let a little something else out. So that was really nice.
0: So you, it seems like you're the complete opposite of me because I go all in first and then I always take away after I find whatever hypothetical groove. I don't think I found my groove. I think I just, was realizing I can't sustain what I was doing so I took away but you're the opposite where you have to build up to it Mm. which I think is a really interesting perspective I will say work-life balance because it sounds like your job you do a lot of different things do you have like a set schedule for work or is it really like you need to finish this project and when you get it done you get it
1: done so it's like every day I go in and I have times of the day that things are due. So I'm working on like pretty that de- pretty much like short deadlines every day, which is a lot. <laughs> it's a it's a high stress job sometimes, but there it's like kind of long term stress because you have it like weeks in advance. So you have like sixty projects in a month going on, and they're all due like one right after the other. So you're kind of just watching all this happen, and you're like taking it step by step going one at a time, there's not a lot of time to think ahead. So I think that like doing that, and then wanting to go home and like stream and like, you know, be playing games all the time and like be at 100% energy and stuff like that, it can be really hard. Um, The other day, I was streaming after probably the longest day I've had in a long time. And I was like, okay, I shook it off. I was like, totally over my really stressful work day. I like, was chilling at home. I just wanted to have a chill stream. I turn on the camera and the first thing someone says in chat is, wow, you look really tired. (laughs) And it was just like, oh, wow, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't stream for too long today. Um, But it ended up being a really great stream. It was just funny because people can tell. um, And so that's something that, you know, I kind of was aware of after that. I was like, oh, I should be, you know, not that I always have to be on 110% like X Games mode, anything like that. But if you come to stream and you're not really feeling it that day, people are going to notice and it's not going to be, you know, the same stream you might be expecting. It ended up being a great cozy stream. We were all chilling, doing productive stuff together, which is awesome. Um, I'm really grateful to people who come into my chat because they're pretty much down for anything, right? Some days they come in and I'm murdering people. Other days they come in and I'm literally just blabbing about nonsense, like with 13 hoodies on and a bunch of stuffed animals around me. And they're there for it no matter what
0: that's a vibe though that's a that's a really big vibe okay so this is a good point that i'm going to make now if you're not feeling it you don't have to force yourself to do it however a lot of people thrive on the energy of interacting with people to kind of build themselves back up after a long day i think i've canceled one stream maybe two what I typically do, and this is something that I've fallen victim to, and it's no one's fault. It's just the way that life is, is I try to put out a schedule or a weekly schedule just so I can, you know, this is what I'm playing and I don't have to second guess it. But last oh, last week or, or a week or two ago, Jackson wasn't feeling good. And typically on Mondays, I'll play Guild Wars 2 with him and he wasn't feeling it at all. So I was like, well, I'm not going to play without him. So then I had to pivot. And it was just like one of those things where I was like, ugh, like people, I don't know if people are going to come, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a lot in your head. And that's, I think, something that I suffer with as a streamer is worrying about the numbers, which is something I'm really trying hard not to
1: yes. <laughs> worry about.
0: But also I, I worry about it a lot. <laughs> so...
1: I think it's impossible not to worry about it, but at the same time, it will kill you sometimes. (laughs) So, I mean, like it's that balance of wondering, should you even have viewer count on? Should you look and see who's in your chat today? Or do you just not worry about it? And it really isn't possible to just pick one or the other. Everyone looks at their viewer count. They might tell you they don't. I wish I could be like, I turn it off the entire stream and I never look at it, but that's not true. I turn it off but I'll go in there two or three times a stream and I'll click in and just be like, Oh, okay. Or like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and I shouldn't, we ideally shouldn't be looking at viewer count, but everyone does it and it's impossible not to.
0: Well, my thing is, is I find it. So I, this is one of those things where it's like, is it the luck of the draw or is it me? Because we know people, we know mutual people and I know other people that have magically, maybe it's not magical, and maybe it wasn't overnight, but it just feels that way. And, like, they blew up.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm like, but but how? But why? What, what am I doing wrong?
1: What is the secret? What's yeah, the secret like, sauce?
0: And apparently, a lot of people say plugging yourself on social media, blah, 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 blah. But honestly, that's also... The luck too, because some things catch and some things don't, and it's really exhausting. It's
1: algorithms. It's the time of day. It's who happens to like or retweet your thing that day, and who sees the like and the retweet. And
0: it's too much.
1: It's a it's a lot, and that's a whole. You could spend more time doing all the promotion and stuff like that than you actually do streaming. And if we're talking work life balance. You might not have time for that third additional part, which is like social media promotion, making TikToks, filming clips, whatever, Um, like all really cool and fun things to do. But I was reading like people saying, oh, I have to post three times a day on TikTok or else you won't blow up. Three times a day? Yep. I can't think of one TikTok per month. That's like the only, that's all I've got.
0: I, so my page, my TikTok originally started as like a theme park, like, Tips, theme park, random shit from the theme parks, whatever. And then I started streaming in January, which by the way, I didn't realize how not long ago that was. Like I I beat myself up over a lot of things. And I'm also very impatient with myself. So that's one of those things that I was just like, oh my God, why am I not here yet? Why am I not at this milestone? Why don't blah blah blah? And I'm like, hold on. It's only been like three months. Calm down, girlfriend. Just calm down. But I was doing TikTok for my theme park stuff, because that's something I'm really interested in. And then when I started Twitch streaming, I was like, oh, I should probably also promote myself on TikTok. So my three TikToks, because I'm one of those crazy people. Well, I was one of those crazy people. Now I'm just getting tired and I'm tired. I was doing two theme park uh, tips or theme park related TikToks and one Twitch promotion. Now I flipped it where I'm doing two Twitch promotions and one theme park TikTok, but I'm also getting tired because you can only, you literally can only say so much. You can only do so much. And some of the sounds are just ridiculous. And I'm like, I am not, I'm not doing all that. That's too much.
1: And it's just like, how much time do you have to spend scrolling on TikTok to hear new sounds or see new trends and get inspired by all that? It's a big time commitment
0: yep and when i so now what i do is i scroll and if i hear a sound i'll like save it but then Mm -hmm. the chances of me like using it using it i'm like (laughs) uh i gotta like make myself look a specific way i gotta like brush my hair there's just too much i'm too lazy that's not a thing we're gonna we're gonna save it for a rainy day when i'm inspired never happens just never happens happens. (laughs) i just i've i've also heard that talking like like you actually giving a tip or talking gets you more visibility. I don't know if there's any truth to that either. Like, I do theme park tips now, which, because those are things that I have experience with and I just know. But, like, what are you going to say on TikTok that no one else has already said? How do you mix it up? There are 10,000 people that say that. How, like, don't look at your viewer account. 10,000 people say that too. Uh, this, that, and the other thing. Being unique is very difficult when you're in this
1: space and I think everyone is since the pandemic and before that even like realizing you know streaming is great streaming is for everybody so I can do that why not me and then they start which is great we have so many amazing like community streamers out there people who care about the people they play with it's not people with I don't know 60,000 viewers when they go live and they don't look at chat it's people who have maybe you know, like one to 20 viewers and they're just sitting there hanging out with friends and chatting and they care about people. But at the same time, it's like, if you are in that and you wanna and you want to grow out of that, how do you differentiate yourself from the hundreds of thousands of people doing the same thing? Now, I haven't figured it out yet. If you find I out, haven't. let me know.
0: <laughs> I haven't figured it out either because I, this is going to sound, away and don't take this the way that it sounds because it's not what I mean but you want to network with people but then where is the line between follow for follow Mm -hmm. genuinely caring about their content it a lot of people are saying to like don't feel obligated to to collab with other people don't feel obligated to follow other people but at least for me I definitely feel that way uh, it's easier like when I find people on like TikTok because I can see a video that I resonate with but if I go to their Twitch and they don't play games that I play or like I don't like then obviously no offense I don't think like we'll mesh because number one I'm not gonna watch you number two like yeah that's a follow but like how, what's your follower to engagement if, if you don't exactly. balance that out I just I find it very difficult because like I find other streamer friends through other streamer friends and Honestly, we all stream at the same damn time. Almost every single person except you. We stream <laughs> at the same time. And it's like, okay, well, I have a tab open for you. But like, I I can't talk because I'm trying to do my own thing. And I'm not trying to plug myself in your stream. I kind of just say lurk and then I go do my own thing.
1: Yeah. So then
0: I'm like, I, I, I want you to like me too. But clearly this isn't going to be a thing because we're clashing in different respects. And I'm just like, all right. What do I do to resolve this issue?
1: I think part of being a smaller streamer too is realizing that like there's two sides to everything and that both are true at the same time. So like viewer count, viewer count is not important, right? But at the same time, you care about viewer count and both of those things are true. Or at the same time, you're like, oh, lurkers are fantastic. I'm glad people want to even stop in and say hi. But at the same time, you're also like, I wish they would just like chat with me and hang out. And yeah both of those things are true and I think streaming at like the community level like we do is like realizing that both of those things are true and there's nothing you can do about it there's like- <laughs> except just like accept it and be like so grateful that you get to do it at all and and try and figure out like what you're comfortable with and what you enjoy and stuff like that I don't know
0: that's that's my thing too though is like we say all those things but at the same time we do this for a reason we do this Mm -hmm. to grow a community so then you get you feel defeated when you don't see the community growing and I know my friend does that as well and he just switched up the games he plays because he was just not getting the viewer engagement and I'm like no offense not like no not offense to him but no offense I just personally don't have any other games left to like play Mm -hmm. like I feel like I don't I really don't know what kind of bubble I'm in, but I feel like, you know, how they say on social media, to niche down, I feel like somehow I put myself in a bubble, but I don't know what the bubble is and how to be successful in said bubble when I'm not, I don't want to be in a bubble to begin with. I just want to stream and have people find me and love me.
1: Totally. I think my Tuesday streams are the days that I wonder, should I switch things up? So I've always played Valorant, Dead by Daylight, Overwatch on those days shooters a little more violent games kind of more action-packed but at the same time I've been really fortunate to find a lot of friends in the more cozy side of Twitch so I'm always wondering is this like okay for me to be streaming these games or like things that people aren't necessarily interested in and then I'm like well if I switch things up just for more views then that's not really like genuine of me is it um, so it, again it's like two things being true at the same time you want more views that That's just the goal. I mean, you want people to be hanging out with you and to want to watch you. But at the same time, you want to play what you want and you want to enjoy it and have fun and for people to see like who you really are. And for me and a lot of other people, that means playing one day Animal Crossing and like, you know, decorating a tiny little home and being all adorable and the next day shooting people in the head and screaming at the computer with your friends cuz that's just who people are sometimes you have to do both I mean, and it's hard
0: it is hard <laughs> what so i i don't know if there's this is like a set in stone thing but what have you cuz you've been streaming since summer of last year mm-hmm. what have you found that works for you versus like maybe I don't know whether it's a bot or like a specific game or anything like what have you just completely seen it doesn't work let me get rid of it this works I'm going to keep this and try to expand upon it type of thing what 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 happens with you in your in your daily stream
1: so I I call myself a variety streamer and a community streamer but to me what that really means is my focus should be on chat on cracking jokes, hanging out, asking people about their days, just being like friends with everybody in chat. And I'm so lucky to have been able to do that because the people who come into my chat are very sweet and they like to talk. They like to tell me about their lives and just random little things that happen to them in the day. And I love it. It's so much fun. I'm a very extroverted person. So um, I guess that's one of the reasons I started streaming as well. I was lonely during the pandemic. I was so bored. I had like no one I could hang out with. So I just started playing video games and I'm like, I need to do this so that I have like people to be with when I, when there's nothing going on. Right. So I'll be in chat. And when I play games that I'm not really able to look away from, so like Dead by Daylight, Valorant, stuff like that is kind of hard to take your attention away from the game to look at chat. Um, And at first, you know, people will be engaged and they'll be patient waiting for you to look at their chat. But sometimes when you're playing those games, you have to take like two or three minutes where you can't read chat because you're focused on the game. You wanna do well, you want the gameplay to be good too. Um, And that kind of makes it harder to engage with the streamer if you're sending messages in chat and they're not responding, right? That's when you lose the community piece. So I've been trying to drop games like that while at the same time saying, okay, certain games, I have so much fun playing. My friends like to play with me on stream. I have been really into Valorant, for example, lately. And it's just it's hard. Those are the days that chat is the most dead, which is something I guess I have to accept if I don't want to change Valorant.
0: Yes. But do you tie that Mike? See, this is my thing that I've noticed, which is I don't know if that's us or it's just the way the world works. Do you really think that it's the game, though? Like, I don't think it's us. I don't I don't mean it that way. I just mean, do you really think it's the game or do you really just think it's the look of the draw of the day?
1: That's a good question, too, because my Tuesday streams have always been like that. Whether I was playing Tomb Raider, Dead by Daylight, Valorant, these games, it's a Tuesday afternoon, people just got out of work, people are probably tired, a lot of people are streaming too at that time, and so maybe they're, you know, in other chats, and maybe they're playing their own games because they're trying to, you know, relax after work or a long day of school or whatever. Um, It's kind of hard to tell, you never know. (laughs)
0: that's that's what i mean too like my mondays for some reason were popping off but Mm -hmm. then like last week, I think it was probably not as good of a week as uh, not as good of a week as I've had in the past. So it, I mean, like the full week, not even just one day, it was like the full week. So it's like, is there something going on? Is there something in the water? Are just more people streaming at this point? Like, I this is that this is the problem. And you can't I think the moral of what I'm trying to get at is, is you can't beat yourself up if this is something that you really genuinely like to do. Mm-hmm. I think you just got to grind and you got to push through and you got to hope for the best, expect the worst, and you'll see results eventually. I think that's, I mean, you can disagree with me, but.
1: I will say that, you know, when I started, I had nobody in chat. There were a couple of days where I streamed and not a single chat went through. And that's not a great feeling, right? It's kind of sad. You want to be there to hang out with people. And Mm -hmm. so then I set some goals for myself. One of them was number-based, so I won't mention explicitly (laughs) what that one is, because I think that's just more for me, and it's not a good measure if if I'm doing a good job. It's just something I personally want to do for no reason, right? Mm. The other one was more, how should I say, (laughs) vibe-based, and that goal was to have people who come to chat regularly and hang out and then also make a lot of friends who want to play games with me. So For me, I guess I could measure that goal by saying if at any point in the day I want to jump on and have someone to play a video game with and be friends with and know about them and just hang out, then I should be able to do that. And I hit that goal so much faster than I thought I would have. I have made a ton of friends streaming. I did not expect it. I wasn't like really trying either. I was just kind of hoping it would happen and it did. And I mean, like we've been able to play Valorant together And we are always hanging out in each other's chats. And it's just so fun for me because I feel like, yes, I'm streaming and I'm like trying to get an audience and all that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm friends with Zing and we play games together and it's so much fun. And that's kind of one of the goals that I set for myself when streaming.
0: And I think that that's, those are good goals. I did, I was trying to look for my goals that I set for myself at the beginning of 2022 because yes, I was that B that wanted to reach goals. Me too, most me too. of mine, or not most of mine, three of mine were numbers-based. And this goes, this is past Twitch. This is just in general content creation, life situation. Some of mine, I literally 12, 31, 2021, my one of my goals was start streaming again and gaming more checked that bitch right off like let's go post more video content was something that i was very insecure about because i i am the opposite of you i'm very at least i think all of my friends are like no you're not but i feel like i'm very introverted i'm also like a huge homebody i don't go nowhere i don't do anything except like this is my space and i'm gonna stay here so post more video content was one of those things where it's like I don't really want to record myself and put myself out there, but your girl did it.
1: GG, easy.
0: GG, easy. Exactly. And I mean, the rest are like numbers based, which is fine. They'll release 50 podcast episodes, 28 out of 50. Let's go. We're doing it. And it's You're only- cranking
1: those out. Oh my gosh. I tried. You're going to hit try. that in no time.
0: I will say- this podcast is something that I prioritize over anything, which is funny because you'd be like, Stephanie, you're doing a bunch of things. Like, what are you, what do you mean? Like you're prioritizing this. At the end of the day, I would cancel a stream. I would cancel posting online to ensure the podcast gets done. I did take like a week break and I, my heart shattered, but I like came back from vacation and I was tired and I couldn't record an episode and it was just not worth my stress at that point. But... Now I'm cranking them back out. I've got back into my groove. Editing is a breeze. Not a breeze, but, like, it's just something that I thoroughly enjoy doing. And it's something that I've always enjoyed doing because I used to be a TV production uh, drama techie person. So I just love being able to merge my two worlds together. I think this also helps me get comfortable on camera, too, because I have to talk to people and, like, get to know them but also be genuine about it. It's like I ask real questions to real people about passions that they have in their life. And it's a beautiful thing. And I've just gained more confidence doing that. As you can hear probably by the way that I talk nowadays, because I used to be like, hello, I'm Stuffers and I like to talk about theme parks. I swear that's probably like my first three episodes, maybe five. I was, I was a shy grill and now I'm a beautiful butterfly.
1: Really are. And that means so much to me that you would have me on today for something that you care so much about. So thank you again for having me.
0: I mean, of course, I feel like it's funny because we're both growing as human beings in the space and everyone is growing at a different rate though. I just like to see because I'm having another streamer friend on next week and she just hit 1k she has like all of these exciting things and she's a dead by daylight streamer and and like all these different things and I just like to see how the journey is different for everyone but more on that next week this is the Ponyo show Ponyo we're gonna we're gonna pivot a little bit from the streaming we did a lot of like deep dive talking and that's fine we love the deep dives here on the adventures with lovers podcast theme parks though also I'm the basis ready. of this podcast so, so ready. tell me what theme parks you've been to it doesn't I love universal it does not have to be universal it doesn't have to be Disney but if it is like bonus points
1: nice. but tell
0: me your theme park vibes your theme okay. park experience so it.
1: I'm actually more of an amusement park over theme park person let okay, me start with that Um, I am all about rides. I'm all about coasters and I love a good flat ride as well. My first park that I ever went to was Cedar Point. That's my home park. Yeah, it's not super near me, um, but it's pretty much one of the closest. And then there's another smaller local park that I won't say the name of because I'll definitely dox myself a little more than I want to. I mean, that's Um, fine. (laughs) And That one had a couple of good coasters in it. Then I think I went to Disney World and that's the one in Florida, right? Florida yeah. is world, yes. I always get them confused, but I that's know okay. I say it right the first time. I'm just like, got to double I check. I believe in you. So yeah, Cedar Point, my local park, the Disney World in Florida, Love <laughs> the it. Disney World, Darien Lake in New York. It's in- um, Never heard of it. Oh gosh, where in New York is it? It's like upstate New York.
0: Oh, okay. Well, never been. Jen and Frank, uh, have you heard of this? And can you give me more, inf- more information on it? Thank you.
1: It's pretty great park. It's small, but I really enjoyed it. Um, So I think those are all the parks actually I've been to. So not a huge variety, but I did frequent Cedar Point for a while. And that's when I like was little, I got really into roller coasters. I was obsessed. I would play roller coaster tycoon every day. I would like buy mods and like different texture pack kind of things for that game and build my own coasters and my dad would like help me research like different roller coaster elements and like what's being done and what manufacturers are doing this and that and then it kind of like expanded into my first I guess little dip into content creation where I would make roller coaster tycoon videos oh my
0: god (laughs) We need to and they were up. so
1: cheesy. I swear they were so cheesy. That's I'd also fine. make roller coasters out of connects, like the little toy. Oh, throwback. Um, and I would strap a GoPro onto the car and make like POVs of like these connects roller coasters set to really cheesy music. Anyways, 13-year-olds should not have YouTube. That's the moral of the story. And so I did all that. And then I got really into math and science for a while in middle school, I wanted to be like an engineer, I thought I was going to be a math science person could not have been further from the truth. I'm terrible at both. But I bought grid paper, I bought a computer aided design program, I bought No Limits, which is another game that's kind of like a coaster simulator, but it's like a deep dive, like you have to do math, parabolas, graphs, things like that to get hills. I was diving deep. I'm telling you, I I thought I was going to be a roller coaster designer. Then I, mean, I started doing math, physics, and I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> I don't understand numbers, I don't understand these things, I understand the vibes. So I would design all these roller coasters after going to the theme parks. And like I went to Disney and I love Space Mountain, and that I was love, like my favorite ride. Love
0: Space Mountain.
1: Obsessed. Um, that's where I got really passionate about like good theming on a roller coaster. So I was always into amusement parks and I thought um, a, a roller coaster doesn't have to have a theme, right? But it's so much better with one. So I do love Disney a lot. I begged to go to Universal, wasn't able to. So you and I will have to make a special trip there. I cannot wait. I, can I want to ride the Velocicoaster trip. so oh, badly. It's
0: so good. It oh is my so God.
1: Good. I can't wait. And I also want to go to Busch Gardens.
0: My best friend lives in Tampa. So we can do oh, both. Nice. I will say we need to plan this trip um and that's that's really all i was gonna say is we need to plan this trip because universal for a thrill junkie is is the way to go i
1: absolutely will be there
0: also should go to is it called iapa it sounds like iapa i'm gonna i'm gonna come in and say iapa but i don't know if that's what it's called it's like a roller coaster like all the manufacturers and things go and like you can test out their Oh, yeah. Whatever yeah. technologies. Yeah, I think that you would really enjoy
1: that. Oh, I always see videos from those. And actually one of the first like models on those kitty coasters that are like the spinning kitty coasters that just have, you know, like wheels that push the whole thing along. They built like a hamster wheel one. So it's two people sitting across from each other um, and they're in like a hamster wheel situation rather than the car spinning in circles on the track. It fully flips you around 360 And the first one of those actually got put in a little like family fun center near me. So that was pretty cool to see like some roller coaster stuff going local to me. But I need to go there.
0: I think that'd be really fun and really cool and pretty vibey. I just wanted to make sure we talked about theme parks before we like, you know, left the people wanting more at this point. Number one streamer tip you can give
1: Mm -hmm. and go uh canva (laughs) use canva (laughs) you can make your overlays you can make your emotes you can make anything on canva get a free month trial go hard make a couple different options so if you get tired of one you can switch to another one use the animations it's amazing and if you end up paying for the pro it's like 12 dollars a month just buy one month of it it's so worth it also another pro tip if you use it and then maybe like six or seven months later you want to you know Get another free trial, they'll offer you a second free trial to get you back in there. So, definitely take advantage of those kind of things, it's so user friendly and you'll make adorable overlays and everything like that. And people are going to compliment you and you'll say, Really, did you know that I made it on Canva? Definitely. Not sponsored, not, <laughs>
0: not, not sponsored, sponsored
1: at all. Unless Maybe one day
0: <laughs> one they day. want
1: to. Um,
0: I think I'm going to try to come up with another streamer tip that I didn't say last week. I will say don't hesitate to invest in yourself. That, that will be my, my streamer tip for today. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself, whether it's invest your time or invest some insignificant amount of money, because let's not go broke trying to stream y'all let's, let's not do that, but invest in yourself because that is the best, the best thing you can do is uh, to follow your dreams and let, uh, what's it called? Let your heart be your guide. Is that what it's called? Let I don't know that sounds like I, I loved it
1: no okay, matter thank what you. it was good I'm doing it We're, we're saying
0: it. I tried but Panyo, thank you for coming today to discuss streamer things get really deep with me and vibe with the friends wherever they are we have friends and everywhere we actually have friends in Switzerland is it Switzerland there are people all over the world nice that are listening to us right now Singapore
1: hello Singapore Switzerland. Hello,
0: Yeah, we have friends in Singapore. So plug all your things. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Don't plug your LinkedIn and don't plug your Facebook.
1: Okay. Um, oh gosh, let's start. Um, you can find me on Twitch, Panyo underscore plays, because I play games, Twitter. Also, the same username, Instagram, same thing, no underscore because someone took the underscore somehow. TikTok is ttv.ponyo underscore plays, I believe. Um, those are all the things. I'm trying to be more active on all of them. I hope we can hang out and connect on there, play some games, hang out. You can watch me and Steph play some Valorant poorly together. Um, always a good time.
0: I don't not as losing but like the playing together is a good time Yeah. also I don't know what you just said your tiktok was but ttv.ponyo_plays underscore plays is correct which I think is what you said
1: I, I hope that's what I said
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say that that's what you said also just before I like do my plugs where why did you pick ponyo
1: plays as your you know name? what I was like expecting when I started streaming everyone to ask me that I have never no. been asked that before <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to have to explain this to people and everyone's going to be asking. No one has asked. So thanks for asking. So the reason I picked this is long ago, many years ago, I took like a selfie and sent it to one of my friends and my face was squished and my head was back and the angle was weird. And for some reason, she said, you look just like that fish girl from the Studio Ghibli movie. I'm like, oh, Ponyo. And she's like, yeah, you look just like Ponyo. So I kept sending pictures and they were like, Wait a second! You actually look like Ponyo and so they made a side to side picture of me and Ponyo which I did post on Twitter. If you want to go find it, it's somewhere in my in my images, and <laughs> it's pretty funny just because our face shapes tend to be the same. Um, so apparently, I look like a squishy fish. And then I actually have always loved that movie, and after watching it a couple more times, I realized it's my favorite Studio Ghibli movie because um, I think she's like basically trying to figure out like how she can explore this new world and be a part of it even though she doesn't feel like she fully belongs there and she's super um, I guess unconditional about the friendship she makes and the love that she has for Sasuke the boy in the movie and so to me I kind of relate to that and I really like that she didn't let the fact that she's a literal fish (laughs) stop her from exploring this new part of the world that she ends up really, really falling in love with. And maybe that's kind of my streamer story too, in a way.
0: That was adorable. I love to see it. I love to hear it. I'm looking for this photo. Oh my (laughs) God. I found the photo and this is going to be the image that I use for when I plug this episode and I have no regrets at all. Can't believe no one has asked you your uh, username story. I think a lot of us just kind of uh, get lost in the, the starstruck of it all. So that's what I'm going to chalk that up to.
1: So true. So true.
0: But thank you for sharing that. Mine is just a Buffalo wild wing sauce that one of my old coworkers (laughs) used to call me and that's fine.
1: That's even better.
0: And you know, Jamari, wherever you are in the world, thank you for this nickname that has stuck with me forever. (laughs) <laughs> and ever and ever. So I, I really should reach out and say, hey, like you set my life in motion for this whole Asian zing life that I live. <laughs> it's fine. No worries. Speaking of things and no worries and finding me on the internet. Sure. If that was a good segue, something like that. If you're new here, welcome. If you're one of Ponyo's friends, thank you for listening all the way through if you've made it this far. If you're interested in what I do and seeing me stream video games, you can catch me twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. Yes, I was born in 95. It's I don't know why I put the year of my birth on there, but it's fine. AsianZing's probably taken. Adventures with Stuffers on TikTok and Instagram. One day I will not have such distaste for Instagram and their algorithm, but I still post things every now and again. And Twitter, AsianZing95 as well. Do I post a lot on there? No. Should I? Probably. Yes. But you can follow me on there anyway and you can DM me or at me or yell at me or whatever you feel like doing at the time of which you are listening to this. And adventureswithstuffers.com for theme park tips, tricks, and social media and photos and affiliate links and whatever else I have on my website that I probably need to update. Do I have any other plugs? Gimli the Beagle on Instagram. That's, that's my other, my last plug for the for the day is going to be follow Gimli because Gimli is adorable and I love him and everyone loves him. Oh, and on my streams, we have a Gimli cam and it's pretty legit. So keep that in mind. Do that. Be kind to one another, make good choices, be kind to yourself and Don't let anyone take away your sunshine. Wow, that was really deep. I really went there, friends. We'll catch you next week with another streamer friend of mine. And if you are a streamer, please DM me. Let me know what you stream, what you like. We can we can talk. You know, learn all the things about each other. And so then we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening, and have a good day, month, night, evening, weekend, day, poop session, whatever you're doing.